We are going to flip New Mexico red in 2020. Thank you. God bless you. That was Steve Cortez, the advisory board member for Latinos for Trump. Welcome to Inside New Mexico with former Congressman Steve Pierce, now chairman of the Republican Party of New Mexico. And Steve, we had quite an exciting time on Monday night in Rio Rancho. It was raucous. The the crowd was just electric. People started showing up at 5.30 in the morning. They were just a sense of excitement. The common theme that I got in my interviews as it led up to that point, and people from Washington, New York, from all over New Mexico were calling and asking for interviews, is this just a decoy? Is he really just trying to take resources from somewhere else? We're going to play a clip for you later when uh, President Trump himself says, I'm going to win New Mexico. I believe as the state party chair early in January that uh, we're going to be able to win the state for Trump. Many factors feed into that. Number one, Johnson pulled nine points. Trump was only down by eight. So you talk about a very close race already. But then secondly, people are warming up to Trump. They're seeing their paychecks are bigger. They're seeing the taxes lower. They understand that he's fighting these trade wars to bring our jobs back home with China, with Europe with our friends all over the world who've been taking advantage of us. And so that's the sense of excitement that uh, that came down. And you could hear it in the crowd in that introductory clip. When the president walked on stage, I would guess at least a five-minute, not just standing ovation, but wild celebration ovation for the president. That's what he's causing everywhere. So, uh, yes, New Mexico is in play. Yes, I believe, and President Trump believes that he is going to win New Mexico. I believe that this is going to be a pattern across the country. People who never vote are coming out. A lot of people talk about, oh, you always want to remember the forgotten men and women of America. This guy does it, and he does it to so you believe it. So I'm excited about it. Well, and we saw lots of people out there. We'll call it diversity. We saw people of all walks of life, of all creeds and colors, came to see Donald Trump. So if he's a racist, as the left likes to call him, that's not resonating here in New Mexico. It's really eye-opening. I mean, the social media really makes you think that you're kind of alone in your thoughts, and you don't have know the majority of the opinion but being here is really nice because it shows that hey there are people that really do think the same things that I do and support the things that I do and have the same morals and values so it's really nice it's comforting you know what I think it's great I love the energy that everyone has here you know just the support for him everyone coming together and uh, I think it's a great event for our, our state for the Republicans that that support Trump it's a, it's awesome to see everyone come together like this just hope that it's a great turnout and I hope that people really get to notice that Donald Trump is here for America and here to make it great again. He is a man of action and I'm here to support him in any way I can. I'll tell you, Derek, that I've got friends in the Navajo Nation and all the Indian tribes. I have friends in each one of the uh, groups here in New Mexico, every county, Hispanics, blacks. I saw them all in that group last night. And they weren't just there. They were proud to be there. They were wearing their MAGA hats. And people were saying, we're going to start wearing them on the streets because really the other side has been able to cow into submission people saying that they were for Trump. So last night, there's nobody being cowed in that audience, and I will tell you they're going to go out and they're going to infuse the public with their excitement and their enthusiasm. 
the left accuses him of being divisive. There was a big rally in Albuquerque opposing him, saying he's not welcome in uh, New Mexico. But yet uh, Sheriff Tony Mace, who spoke before the president arrived, who is a Democrat from Cibola County, ran as a Democrat for sheriff. I don't know if he still is a Democrat. He said President Trump is welcome in New Mexico. I did not hear anything divisive in his speech. No, he's become much more presidential, and uh, that's one of the things that people are warming up to him. They're seeing that he is really settled into his role. He's more gracious towards uh, opponents. He's still got a firm backbone, talking to our friends across in other nations, but he lets them know that we will pursue the course that will benefit American workers, and American workers mean the Mexico workers. That was a theme in a speech last night. Talked about the oil and gas industry providing billions of dollars to the New Mexico State Legislature, and here here they are with a governor trying to shut it down. What and raise of, our taxes. And raise our taxes. What kind of, why would you do that? We're having more money to spend for our state government than ever. And you get uh, tax increases from both the state government, but then you hear every single one of the presidential contenders on the left side saying they're going to provide programs and every voter knows that that's going to raise taxes. And so you just sit here and say, one guy is campaigning on tax cuts 2.0. That's President Trump. All the rest on the other side are campaigning on, I'm going to raise your taxes. Now, you tell me which of the voters of America are going to support in that. Well, here's the thing, too, as we've talked about this before. We can still go green and keep oil and gas. Grants is putting in a huge solar farm. Rio Rancho just put one in to power their water treatment plant. Absolutely. So it doesn't mean just because we have oil that you can't put in green things. You, you must have a base load. And what that means is that electricity has to be flowing to your house every minute of every day. The wind doesn't blow every minute of every day and the sun doesn't shine every minute of every day so you've got to have some fuel source for when the renewables are not working and so that just makes common sense you can't just have this discussion about energy without discussing what happened in Saudi Arabia in that attack on the Saudi Arabian fields literally five percent of the world's oil was shut down one attack shuts down five percent that means 20 attacks could shut down the entire production of the world People are, are estimating that the price of oil could go to $100. And Trump says, no, I don't think so. He said, we're going to release oil out of the Strategic Petroleum Reserve if necessary to keep the price down. We also, as uh, Americans, can increase our production even more. When the price goes up, people are going to start drilling more. So as they drill more, then the price will come back down. But New Mexico, and the president understands that, is at the center of this heightened production in the country. We are replacing Saudi Arabia and Russia as the number one and number two producers of oil because of what's happening in New Mexico. So this is no small gamble for New Mexico voters when they vote for a Democratic president that says they're going to shut down the oil and gas industry. When we have a Democratic governor who says she's going to shut down the oil and gas industry, that's thinking that is just contrary to what's needed for prosperity, for just a stable way of life, for an economy that transcends political inputs. I think that's what the president is promising and so i'm excited he was here excited about the message that he brought and i think people there were also oh yeah and uh, going back to the oil for just a moment you got a bill through that said we could start selling oil outside the United States, which America hadn't done since the 1970s. What would be happening now with that plant in Saudi Arabia having been destroyed? If we weren't selling oil to the rest of the world, you probably would see $100. You'd see higher than $100 oil because the speculation would drive it way above 100 bucks. The market principles have driven it up to 100 just the law of supply and demand. But it is when people begin to hedge for the future when you're going to see those price spikes towards 200 At 200 
dollars a barrel, we're going to see a complete shutdown in the world economy. And so you're talking about worldwide economic stress if we weren't exporting to the world. Again, that bill, I think, was the most important bill that I worked on in my full tenure of 14 years. I think it's the most important bill in the last half century. So when the Democrats limited the ability of the U.S. to export oil, they did a disservice to the country and basically gave the rest of the world competitive advantage over us. That whole piece of legislation was revoked by the Republicans in Congress, by Joe Barton and myself taking the lead on it. And now then, the people who know the oil and gas industry say without that bill, all this expansion that's going on right now would not have occurred. That bill was a centerpiece in causing this current expansion. You are listening to Inside New Mexico with former Congressman Steve Pierce, now chairman of our Republican Party of New Mexico. And we have a lot more to talk about. So stay tuned. Attention, New Mexico veterans. If you were honorably discharged from the U.S. Armed Forces, you've earned state and federal benefits, and the New Mexico Department of Veteran Services is standing by to assist you. State benefits include a veteran's property tax exemption, education and training, and transportation services. We can also assist with claims for federal VA benefits. The state of New Mexico and this radio station thank you for your service. More information at nmveterans.org or 1-866-433-8387. We will campaign for every vote, and we will win the great state of New Mexico in 2020. We are back on Inside New Mexico. I'm Derek Underhill with Steve Pierce. And as we were talking about in the last segment, President Trump was in Rio Rancho, wants to win New Mexico. And the Democrat Party, of course, doesn't want that to happen. Now, they have a press release that lists five lies that President Trump told in that speech in Rio Rancho. And so I'm going to ask Steve Pierce about some of what she calls lies and let him respond. President Trump, according to Marge Elliston of the Democratic Party, she's your county party on the Democratic side. President Trump says China is eating the tariffs. The prices are very similar. She says the reality is President Trump's trade war has threatened 218,000 jobs in our state and increased prices for New Mexican farmers. His reckless and erratic approach to trade is hurting hardworking New Mexicans. So increased prices for New Mexico farmers. I'm not sure what her allegation is. Any piece of the prices that farmers pay, we don't get our fertilizer are from China. We don't get other things from China, so I'm not sure exactly what she's talking about. I think what she's talking about is that it's going to uh, increase prices of our products in China, and that is a true statement. So some of our trade is down right now with China in our agriculture products, but what President Trump is saying is that we're going to take those tariffs that China is now paying to us for the products that we send over there and the products they send here, and we're going to redistribute it out to the farmers who are paying a penalty. The trade war has centered on agriculture products, and the, and the president is saying we're going to take care of the farmers. We all know that if we're going to eat, we've got to have farmers, and uh, basically the U.S. feeds much of the entire world. And the farmers all agree if we will win the trade war, then China will start paying its fair share. It's interesting that the Democrats always want people to pay their fair share, except if it's a foreign nation. And so I just, I laugh at this because the president is trying to equalize a playing field that has been unlevel for decades. Democrats and Republicans, both parties have allowed the Chinese to take advantage of us and they've taken advantage of us in terrible ways. And the president is trying to actually protect American jobs, protect American union jobs, protect American made. And so that 
that's the reason for the trade wars. Most Americans know that China is not a friend of ours. They appreciate what the president's doing. I think that includes the farmers. So to be clear, if the president wins this trade war, and I think he will because it's costing China billions, but uh, if he wins, our farmers will be able to sell their products in China without a tariff, which will make the price competitive yes. with Chinese products. Yes, absolutely. Next item on this list from the Democratic Party of New Mexico. She says, uh, President Trump, I said I was going to cut taxes and I did. The reality, according to Marge Elliston, is that uh, President Trump's tax bill mostly benefits the wealthy and powerful. Many families lost out on key deductions this year, and by 2027, the president's tax bill will actually increase taxes on average New Mexicans. So this is one of the real tricks that Democrats play. They are provisions that make tax cuts permanent, and without that provision, they are simply temporary. So we needed Democratic votes in order to make the tax cuts permanent. The Democrats refused to make those tax cuts for individuals permanent. So what is happening is that those tax cuts will benefit families until they expire. They are set to expire exactly like Marge says, but she doesn't tell you that they are the problem. The Democrats are the reason that these tax cuts were not made permanent. So look in the mirror, Marge. That's your party that has caused this thing to occur like this. The next topic is, she says, uh, that President Trump said in the rally, we will always protect patients with pre-existing conditions. According to Marge, the reality, President Trump has repeatedly tried to repeal the Affordable Care Act, a move that would allow insurance companies to discriminate against those with pre-existing conditions and leave as many as 300,000 New Mexicans without health care. Once again, the president is saying that the Affordable Care Act, the Obamacare Act is not working. We have as many people without coverage today as when the bill was passed. And so the president absolutely was trying to improve on health care in America. That was that famous vote where John McCain voted no and killed it. The protections for pre-existing conditions and for the high cost patients for the high risk pool, those protections were among the best I've seen prepared in Congress, and they died with the McCain vote, but all the Democrats voted against it, too. All we needed was one more vote to make health care much more affordable in the U.S. The president is committed to doing that, and again, it's the Democrats who are obstructing, and the failed Obamacare legislation is still out there. It is still the law of the land, and it is still failing the average worker. The next topic she brings up, According to President Trump, he says a lot of that money is going to be spent in the state-of-the-art military equipment that's being used at Holloman Air Force Base, White Sands Missile Range, Kirtland Air Force Base, and many other vital New Mexico military installations. Now, the reality, according to Marge at the Democratic Party, the president is stealing $125 million for projects that are designed to keep New Mexico service members combat-ready, including projects at Holloman Air Force Base and White Sands Missile Range. To fund his unnecessary border wall. So just ask the people along the second district, that is the district that borders Mexico, just ask them if they feel safe there. Many of the counties have passed resolutions asking the administration to come in and help them secure the border. So we're talking about border security and Marge is obviously on the side of the Democrats nationally who say we want an open border. Anybody gets to come into the country that wants to. No screening for felons, no screening for illnesses. And so 
the president is saying full out that he's going to secure the border. Now, let's go uh, back to her comment about he's stealing $125 million. Keep in mind that this president has insisted that Congress give him the money to rebuild a military that was decimated under Obama. When President Trump took office, he told the story yesterday. He said a general came in and said, sir, we're going to be fighting a conflict over here if things don't change. And uh, Trump says, so what's the problem? He said, sir, we have no ammunition. So when President Trump took over, there was no ammunition for our troops to fight with. About 50% of the planes wouldn't take off. Spare parts were in short supply. The state of our military was drastically low, and the president has spent $700 billion plus. And so when uh, Marge is talking about $125 million out of $700 billion, actually $736 billion in the last appropriation, I suggest that you figure out exactly how big the appropriation amount is and how little that the president is actually taking and how much he has rebuilt our military. Those are factors that I think the American people would like to know. And the final topic from President Trump in the rally. I'll tell you what, we're going to win the state of New Mexico. The reality for Marge, since losing New Mexico by eight points in 2016, President Trump's net approval in our state has fallen 30 points and Democrats saw increased turnout in 2018 when we won every statewide race. So again, we talk to people and say that the Democrats way overplayed their hand in the last legislative session. It is their Democrat members who are saying, wait, this party is way too radical for me. We're looking for someone who will protect our gun rights, someone who will protect the right to life, protect the unborn, someone who will lower the taxes, not raise the taxes. If you look at every single one of the Democrat candidates, you will understand that they are saying that they're going to raise our taxes, that they're going to take your guns, and that they're going to favor abortion up to including the day of birth. And so that's not a New Mexico values. Trump is going to win this state, and he's going to win it soundly because he's right on the values that agree with the people of New Mexico. Forget the party. He's right on the values that resonate with voters in New Mexico. If you like what you're hearing on this program, we're going to tell you how to get in touch with the Republican Party of New Mexico at the end of the next segment. And the next segment is coming up in just a moment. I hope you'll stay with us. National Guard and Reserve members are true leaders, both in the military and in the workplace. They are highly skilled and get the job done every day. Employer support of the Guard and Reserve, ESGR, can help you recruit top-notch service members to your workforce. Hiring Guard and Reserve members is good for your business and good for your community. Visit esgr.mil slash employers to learn more. Welcome back to Inside New Mexico with chairman of our Republican Party, Steve Pierce. We talked earlier about the bombing of the oil sites in Saudi Arabia. Can you give us a little more information on that? Well, sure. The Supposedly, Yemen is the one that carried out the attacks. And again, you've got a rebel group that's trying to take over Yemen, and that rebel group is sponsored by Iran. So there is still some discussion whether Iran launched the drone that targeted those sites or whether they simply provided the technology to Yemen in order to do that or actually to the rebels in Yemen. And so that's the question that's on the table. Now, the president has, you've seen him focus on China trade with China. You've seen him focus on North Korea and start discussions. Keep in mind that no world leader has talked with the, the head of North Korea 
in great depth, and this president has taken it on willingly, and now he's doing that with Iran. So he is basically saying that we're going to get into talks with the Iranians in order to try to bring them around to be more part of a stable world economy and a stable world political system, rather than being out there being the largest state sponsor of terrorism in the world. Now, Iran responds that uh, there will be no talks with the U.S. at any level. In return, we have to prove that the policy is not worth a penny for the Iranian nation, and that's Ayatollah Ali Khamenei, who is their grand leader. And that's why all Iranian officials, from the president and the foreign minister to all others, have announced that we do not negotiate either bilaterally or multilaterally, and in parentheses, with the U.S. So the Washington Post has countered with the the comments coming out from President Trump talking about his dual approach that he makes threats but also expresses an eagerness to talk. It's a very powerful negotiating tool that he's learned from a lifetime in business. And so, again, it's been effective with North Korea dictator. It's been effective with our trade partners. It's been effective with the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. That agreement was early on feared of what would be taking place, and now then Mexico is sending lobbyists to the U.S., sending delegations to the U.S. to talk to Nancy Pelosi and, and convince her to pass it. She, by herself, is freezing that vote on the USMCA agreement. Uh, all three nations are going to benefit under that. It's going to replace NAFTA. It's going to be much better for all countries in Canada, Mexico, agree with us and with the Trump administration, it's going to be better. So Iran, all the way under our hemisphere, Trump is fearless when it comes into negotiating with people on both. He can uh, make small threats or he can make good talk about the future and how we can benefit both countries. Do you think Nancy Pelosi is holding this from a vote because she doesn't want the president to get a win, regardless of the benefit. That's absolutely 100% it. That's the reason that uh, none of the Democrats would vote to make that tax cut permanent. They don't want the president to win on any level, and they're willing to punish the country. They're even expressing the desire for the country to go into recession to punish the president. How is that positive for the voters? Now, you want people to suffer from a recession in order to maybe uh, get a few votes against Trump. Trump's going to win because people are seeing their paychecks or more. They're seeing they're paying less in taxes. And remember when uh, Trump was running, he talked about fake news and people that, ah, he's crazy. That doesn't really happen. Well, here we go again. Justice Kavanaugh, fake news from the New York Times, had to write an apology. Yeah, the, um, the president brought that up last night also. And Kavanaugh, I did not know him personally when he first was nominated for the Supreme Court, but I met him at the Christmas party at the White House, and he and his wife are so quiet and reserved, just a gentleman of a guy, and the wife is just remarkable. And to have these slurs put on his character, these this defamation, with no, no evidence at all, these two writers from the New York Times put out a book in where they brought up that whole allegation that uh, something happened at a party way back at Yale. Mm-hmm. And the lady that it supposedly happened to says, I don't recall an incident like that. She wasn't willing to go and, and even interview with them. So they forgot to mention that, uh, that she didn't have much recollection and she wouldn't interview with them. They went forward with the article in the New York Times that said that it was true and accurate. Trump called them out on it and they had to, to apologize. And Trump last night 
said impeach Kavanaugh. It's time to impeach those writers from the New York Times and let's get rid of them. They should resign. And so Trump is once again on offense in an issue that's critical to the American people. The American people really, at the end of the day, one house to the next, just don't really care if it's Republicans or Democrats who are running things. They want it to be fair. They want elections to be a good reflection of where the nation is, and they want people to serve with dignity and honor. Right now, the Democratic Party has very little dignity and honor in the way it's conducting itself, and these attacks, baseless attacks on people of good character. I remember there was a time, not that long ago, where if you put a story in the newspaper or on television without substantiating the facts, you would be fired. Absolutely. But now then, the New York Times, you recall, we did a, a segment on this show several weeks ago where they called everybody in and said, oops, uh, the Mueller report now is very public and they had that hearing and uh, there was nothing there. So we're going to turn and we're now going to talk about the failing economy or we're going to turn and we're going to talk about racism. It's not what is true. It's what we're going to talk about. That's who the New York Times is. And, and the president last night on stage referred to the New York Times as that gray lady, uh, the gray mm -hmm. newspaper of New yeah. York, and said basically she's ruined from the management of people like this. He said until they step down, the gray lady is dead. He said, I want the New York Times to live forever because he said, I can remember when it was a true source of journalism. Yeah, we all can. You're listening to Inside New Mexico, and if you are interested in finding out more information on the topics that Steve and I are talking about, how can they do that? Uh, sure. Best way, go to our webpage, newmexico.gop. If you want to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, it's at newmexicogop. The podcasts are available in many different forms. We've got Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Just go to any one of those apps download them, then subscribe to Inside New Mexico with Steve Pierce. You'll be notified every time there's a new segment of this show available. So lots of ways to listen to this program or to get involved, but uh, we encourage everyone. The electricity from last night is still running deep. We had today a, a big meeting with Brad Parscale, the campaign manager for Trump, had Latinos for Trump meet uh, here in Albuquerque. Just a stunning visit at a local winery there. It was a great event, a lot of energy out there. Trump is going to win New Mexico because minorities are going to vote for him in amazing numbers. And it's very sad to note that there's a boycott now to that winery for hosting that event. Yeah, it's, uh, isn't that amazing that uh, the other side wants diversity, they want freedom of speech, and then they boycott at the least thing. That same guy has hosted events for people across the political spectrum, but nothing is good enough for these uh, trolls, for the radicals on the left side. The leftists are the ones who threaten the republic, not the conservatives. Chairman Steve Pierce, thank you so much. We'll look forward to seeing you and our audience next week on Inside New Mexico.